Hey guys, welcome to the Restless Podcast. I'm your host, Elia Sparza. I'm a recording artist, songwriter, content creator, and just another 20-something trying to figure it all out. We'll be sharing the stories of creatives, entrepreneurs, and young successful people on how they got to where they are and the risks they took to get there. I'm recording this at the wonderful Beacon Hill Recording Studios. And if you're interested in keeping up with us day to day, you can follow us on our social media at Restless Podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe, tell your friends about us, and rate us. Let's get on with the show. You guys, it has been a hot minute, but I'm so excited to be back on the mic and ready for today's episode. You guys are in for a real treat. Our lovely guest today was born and raised in Chihuahua, Mexico, and grew up in El Paso, Texas as well. She grew up exploring her creativity and has made a name for herself as co-founder of Don Carbon and Girls Lead, which is a nonprofit organization to help girls educate each other. She's also the creative director for several brands and has her own agency. So you can say she's a very creative soul. Her Instagram is Every Girl's Travel Dreams. She has a very whimsical spirit about her, a warming smile, and a clear vision for her future and the development of others. Please welcome to the show, Tanya. Hi. <laughs> so happy to finally meet you. I've been your fan. On oh, Instagram I've been your fan. <laughs> you guys have to check out her Instagram because all her photos are just amazing travel goals, outfit goals, everything. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, I know we've been planning this for a while. So congrats on opening another location of Don Carbon here in El Paso, Texas. Thank you. It's been it's been a journey, but it's finally here. It took yeah. us like two years to be able to finish it, but wow. it's done. <laughs> so let's start from the beginning. How did you get, you know, how did your family uh, open Don Carbon? Well, um, I went I went to L.A. when I graduated high school here. Um, and I lived there since then, like for nine years. And I went to school for visual communications and digital media. So that's how I started uh, opening my mind into like uh, exploring concepts and just understanding the market and, and so on. Um, my family, they've, they've always been restaurateurs. I don't know how to explain. Restaurant owners, yeah. 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 Um, so when my, my father wanted to build something here that, that the city was missing, so maybe like a fast food option, but healthier, and... We started working together on the concept and we started on a very, very small place up in Upper Valley, only like five tables. And wow. uh, we we were all working there, like my, my brother, my mom, my dad, me. We didn't have employees, you know, we didn't have <laughs> yeah. budget for that. <laughs> just the family. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. the family, like my grandma, my, Aww, my tias, you know, wow. everyone, <laughs> my cousins. Um yeah, so I created the the brand since then because I that's what I was going to school for. Uh, I wanted to create a brand that represented the culture of El Paso as well, not only on the food but also on the, you know, the on the branding. So mm-hmm. because it's not a Mexican restaurant, it's not an American restaurant. It's yeah. just a fusion of um, culinary, the um, food and everything, the culture here. So. Uh, so growing up, like, did you always want to be like a creative director or in marketing? And like, how has that led you into where you are now, especially since you have like a creative agency and then you have nonprofit and the restaurant and different things like that? How did you know you wanted to do that? Um, that that question gets me uh, vulnerable because I didn't want to be 
a marketer. I wanted to be a painter. Oh, wow. I wanted to be a fine artist. And I decided not to do it because I thought I wasn't going to make money, you know. But then I'm um, going back to that. That's funny. But that's my dream, just coming back to to my roots. And I think that's something that that I really want to give the message out to young people following money and not following dreams. And I don't re regret because I'm still an artist. I'm still creating every day, like even doing marketing, even doing logos, even doing building websites, you know. It's very fun and I enjoy it. But um, my love for painting and art, just fine art. Um, so I'm thinking going back to school for that. Wow. Uh, Even though I'm 26 and, you know. It's never too late. It's never too yeah. late. So, yeah, that's that's how I started. So the closest thing that I thought back then that would give me money, you know. Uh, I didn't want to end up, like, giving art classes or something. So I thought, like, oh, I don't want to be a starving painter or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. So then the closest thing was just marketing and graphic design, which is art and I love it. But that's how, since I was little, I was painting, drawing, designing. So, yeah. So you've always been into creating your own thing. You went into marketing. And then, so are, do you go back and forth from L.A. or how does that work? Yes, I'm always back and forth. Uh, I have many clients in L.A. Uh, and then here and, of course, my business here. So I'm always going back and forth. Right now I'm, I'm staying longer in El Paso because we opened our seventh location. And Your seventh location? Yeah, wow. our seventh location. And... It's been a very beautiful journey, you know, to see this concept grow with with my family. It's been built with many, like, struggles and effort. But it's nice to see not only, like, this, to see it as, like, a successful restaurant, but to see that we've been able to provide, you know, support for many, many families and employees that are with us since the beginning and they're still with us, many of them, a bit, uh, you know. Uh, they're now managers, people that started as dishwashers, mm. uh, that started like making the salsas for us and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. that are now our managers and we're very happy that we built a team and a family. So being part of, you know, the restaurant business, especially in El Paso, like people love food and people know El Paso for having great food. How do you feel like Don Carbone stands out and how did you approach that as the creative director for that? Well, I think um, we try to stay very consistent, even though restaurants, it's it's a very, very hard business. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're not there. Uh, you have to trust the restaurant to other people. So I think building a team has been hard. Uh, as I said, like many people that we trust, but other new employees that go back and forth. Um, so I think in regards to the food, uh, we've always following our, the, we need to listen what the community wants. So I think every now people are more conscious about what they eat mm -hmm. you know uh we're evolving and i think the market the restaurant business and just everything the have has to evolve with the community so i've been adding um vegan options because i believe the vegan community here don't have many options so i added we added a, a few vegan dishes for them for that community also just sticking to to how we started you know Uh, using natural ingredients, using very good quality chicken. 
uh, we make sure that the the chicken is treated, uh, you know, uh, in a good way. Mm -hmm. So the farm that we use, uh, they treat the chicken well. It's a very nice quality chicken, no hormones, no antibiotics. Wow. They don't suffer. So that's something that um, makes me proud that we stick to that. And... I think the flavor, you know, staying consistent to the flavor. They are super good. <laughs> the chicken you. there is so good. <laughs> well, that's so good to know, especially because I feel like now in 2020, people are so conscious of where their food is coming from. Exactly. It's not really like, oh, it's fine. It's cheap. It's whatever. It's it's really about like the animals as well and the environment and like basically how it gets to the table. So that's, that's incredible because I know that takes a lot of work, I'm sure. Yes. And... And money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, we're evolving, uh, trying our best to to change. You know, we're. I'm working on finding a better option not to use plastic. and But that takes time and that's something that stresses me out. But And my, my mom says, like, it's okay. Like, let's do it one thing at a time. And I, I want to do everything, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But, yeah, we still have to survive. <laughs> So, you know, from opening the first restaurant to now the seventh, what have been some of the like struggles that you guys have faced that you personally have faced in, I guess, just balancing your career along with all the other things that you do? Well, I think three things. The number one thing, um, the struggle for me personally is being a woman and being young and being a Latina, because sometimes sometimes uh, people haven't taken me seriously because they have to I have to deal with you know, big people like millionaires or just clients I've had from big companies or big corporations. And then it's hard. Like sometimes you don't have credibility because of that. They see you young. They see my accent, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> even though I've yeah. been in this country like for so long, my accent still. So I think that's been one thing, just being a young Latina woman. Interesting. Uh, yeah, Um I've struggled with that, but then I learned how to stop uh, being intimidated by that, you know, being intimidated and just being like building a strong character as a woman and and also as an employer, you know, even though boss, here on yeah. the border, uh, we can have a lot of machismo still, you know, mm. this I have to sometimes deal with employees that they don't like women giving them orders. They don't like, especially like a younger, like they see it as a girl, you know, like a little girl giving them orders. So, um, or just directions. Uh, and so that's one thing. And I, I think the other thing is time. Um, sometimes there's not enough time, especially if you don't have enough budget to hire and hire people to do. So many things I've had to do myself um, and I think that's been a struggle, like not enough time to accomplish just everything that you want to accomplish. But I've learned how to take it just one step at a time and just kind of relax. Um, and then, of course, uh, budget. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people have amazing ideas for businesses and to grow all these things. But sometimes money is is, is a struggle. So. Uh, for us, you know, getting loans from from banks, getting support, like just getting trust, uh, that's been something. It, it hasn't stopped us, but um, of course, when you're starting from nothing, when you're starting like with just your hands and 
uh, and just your family, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I think these three things, but uh, I believe there's no excuse not to do what you want to do. That's so true. Going jumping back to the young Latino woman, do you feel like in the past few years that people are starting to adapt to that more, or do you feel because you've personally um, made the effort to be confident and not intimidated that it's starting to change? Well, I think it's changing. It's evolving. I think um, our the world in general is more conscious about our rights but still it's i was reading the other day like we earn one dollar i mean when men earn one dollar we earn 79 cents so that's still lots of like unfair it's it's still unfair but i think we're evolving and it's not only me it's many of my friends that own businesses struggle through the same thing and not i've as i said i've worked with uh, CEOs of like big companies mm-hmm. and just that can can be intimidating yeah. and then you have to prove yourself so when I was starting I I didn't uh, follow well let's say I had to meet that client I tried to do it only by email or phone and then when I got the contract signed then I showed myself <laughs> interesting so you yeah. pre- like you didn't make it clear if you were like a man or woman or anything like that no or? yeah on the phone oh but, okay uh or sometimes I had like when I started growing like my agency and now I have a team uh oh, I had okay. the guy closing you know the project closing the deals because I had bad experiences I did yeah um yeah, because I, th- I, I've I've been shy. Like sometimes I get shy. I used to. Now, <laughs> now you're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel like that's also experience of, in general of like mm-hmm. just not being afraid to go after what you want, whether you're a man or woman. But especially if you're a woman, because it's true. Like sometimes being with a bunch of like businessmen they don't take you seriously. So that's such an interesting thing that you've brought that up. We've never like talked about that on the podcast. So that's why I was like, that's, it's real. You know, like you hear people say stories on like social media and stuff, but until you've experienced it, it's, it does, it might not seem real to people, but it is. Um, And jumping off that. So you created a, or you co-founded a nonprofit organization for young girls. Yes. So in LA, I met a wonderful, wonderful a lady um and she had this dream of she had this idea of like uh how as girls we don't get sometimes the opportunity or we don't have the mom or the dad believing in you telling you you sing great you draw great your painting is great some there's girls that never 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 like get these types of comments and then they grow up thinking they're not good at anything and they uh and they just like stick to whatever life brings them and they don't seek for anything more. So when she told me about this idea, I thought it was so amazing and so powerful. And little by little, uh, along with another girl that joined, Ala, her name is Ala and Natalia from LA. Uh, and we started all the process to get the nonprofit. So basically it's like a peer-to-peer mentorship from girls to girls. So it's like, 
girls teaching other girls about their strengths, uh, like a panel discussions of imagine girls talking about like entrepreneurship. Uh, we had this girl that with her grandma started her online business. She's making like four thousand a month selling these uh, blankets, like mermaid blankets yeah, that yeah. <laughs> she and her grandma make. So it's so amazing, like this girl teaching them like. Um, well, when you're starting your business, you have to think about the colors of your brand. You have to think about the logo because that represents and it's like amazing to listen to an 11 year old, you know, wow. so like so young, so young yeah, and but so advanced. Her, yeah. yeah. So I, I believe is uh, finding to these girls like uh, supporting their dreams and telling them everything's possible and just. Um, making making them feel important because sometimes at home they they don't have this. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, I think that's like an amazing program that you're part of. And you said you were planning on possibly doing something here in El Paso as well. Yes, we're talking. Uh, we actually have a conference call on Monday. Oh, and uh, yeah, I I want to bring it to El Paso because we've had a few events. We've been part of like uh, Women's Expo in Los Angeles. Uh, And, and many other big events, but we haven't had our own event uh, yet. We actually had one in Jamaica. Oh, wow. I didn't go, but my Natalia went and, and she had girls from Jamaica, you know, very, um, with very low opportunity rates. And, and it was beautiful. That's incredible, especially because in other countries, I'm sure, like, girls don't always have that setup of just even being able to go to school or learn exactly. different things like learn the extra things like how to paint how to sing like music lessons and or whatever it may be even technology and things like that engineering um so that's incredible and how has that like kind of changed your perspective for your career well I've always felt there's something more like I don't feel I have fulfilled my purpose here yet or whatsoever I, I just think the business side is is like a gate for for me to to fulfill that purpose and it has some it I'm sure it has has something to do with kids so me finding Natalia and this project was like wow that's that's something that I want to do um it's important because we we had this other girl talking about bullying and Their mind is so amazing. We're like, wow. She was telling the other girls about bullying and how they need to understand that maybe don't take it seriously if someone's bullying you. You need to understand that that person's suffering and you have to co have compassion for them. This, these were the words of like a nine-year-old and it, it's so impressive, you know, and beautiful. So stuff like that keeps me going and impacting my career and my, the business, you know. I'm always trying to bring posit positivity um you know even though i'm not perfect not no one is mm -hmm. i try to be a good boss mm -hmm. <laughs> uh like i stick uh positive notes like uh, random places on on the restaurant like oh that's so cute like smile the world uh, stuff like that like be grateful or stuff like that that maybe they're having a bad day and you know having a nine to five job it's hard sometimes like it's hard it's like not fulfilling and I understand that yeah. some people are there because they're passionate other people are just there because they need the money so 
just trying to uplift them. Um, I'm also working on building like workshops for them, for, for my employees to, to, to have their life better, um, have learned like skills and learn tools, like how to get out of debt, how to save money, how to have a healthier lifestyle, stuff like that, you know, because we, we deal with very, with people with problems and it's, so hard to start building friendships and yeah. it hurts. So I think just getting more conscious about society and the community, um, it's something that I think I've been evolving. That's so cool. And I think it's important that even though there's the internet, you know, where you can basically learn how to do anything, it's mm-hmm. there's something different when you can go into like a community setting or a group setting and learn with your peers because then you don't feel so alone mm-hmm, in exactly. whatever it may be, getting out of debt or learning skills and things like that. It's like some people are really good at learning, like just, you know, by themselves alone, just downing on it. And some others need the community. So that's incredible. I didn't know you were doing all that. That's like really cool. And um, you said you had a creative agency. Yes, it's it's like a virtual agency. I have my office here in El Paso. Um, that's like my escape room. <laughs> it doesn't look like an office. It looks like a yoga studio. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I don't want to be in an office. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's so funny because next to my office is my dad's office. That's like all corporate and serious, you know, and then you open the door and it's like all pink and, you know, random stuff. I love that. Incense all over. <laughs> I know you walked in and I was like, she smells so good. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. So what do you do in your creative agency? Like, do you just have clients or is it your own projects or how does that work? So right now I'm not having uh, much time to get uh, projects, only if it's like big, big projects. But I've, I've done branding and creative uh, strategy for many brands and businesses, local businesses here in El Paso, in L.A., um, so I basically do concept design. I do creative direction. I do uh, logo design, just graphic graphics uh branding overall uh and i have a great team working with me as well um they're free they're free like we i don't have like and time like yeah. <laughs> for them they yeah they're just free that's awesome <laughs> uh, but we we're a good creative team that's so cool it took me a while to find the people because it's not when when you're building something creatively is not like following a recipe you mm. know it's not like that so even working with other creatives you have to have this um how is it called like connection uh so it took me a while to find them but I'm really happy with the people working with me right now that's so cool and i think that's important because not everyone is going to be on the same creative level as you. And so it's important to take your time to find what works and what doesn't work. Because if you just get whoever, like like you said, it might be like, oh, they just need the money or they're really passionate about something. Exactly. Yeah. So with everything that you do, like the nonprofit, Don Carbon, your agency, all the things and traveling, like how do you, how do you personally uh, balance it all? And how do you wind down? Yoga. I found yoga um, like almost like a year and a half ago because I was having a breakdown. It was hard. I was going crazy. Uh, you know, personal stuff and just business, just too much, just everything overwhelming. 
And my best friend in LA, she told me, well, get into yoga. I tried yoga. It was too slow for me. I'm so happy. I'm like, no, I don't like this. She's like, no, get into a class like to be to like a teacher training. I'm like, what? No, I don't want to be a yoga teacher. <laughs> She's like, that's okay. If when you want to learn something, you have to learn it completely. So I enrolled into a yoga teacher training. So wow, yeah. Um, it was like 200 hours, or I don't even remember, but it was life-changing it's bhakti yoga which is which is just devotional devotional yoga um uh vinyasa and stuff like that mm -hmm. but um that changed and that's how i unwind doing oh, yoga wow. in the mornings just having my own ritual and just learning about this culture and i recently went to india so i got to understand more what's you know, what's all about it. Uh, and how I find balance, I think you find balance unbalancing. Mm. Sometimes people think following a diet every day and just having a routine and just following that exactly. That's not balancing. You're too well. <laughs> You're you too know? well. <laughs> You're too well. Like yeah. balance is just in the middle. And you have to let yourself cry sometimes. You have to let yourself yell sometimes. That's balancing negative and positive energy uh create like light mm. wow i that's, love that that's how light is created not only with positive energy with negative and positive energy so i i believe letting ourselves be in the darkness sometimes and letting ourselves be real and be human and just not be perfect like it's it's okay i messed up but I'll try, I'll do it again. Like I give myself another opportunity. Don't expecting so much perfectionism because that's not balance. Uh, mm. So that's how I see it. I love that. I love that. I'm a Libra. And so I'm all about balance. I don't know if you're into that at all, like the yeah. signs, but mm -hmm. I love that. I've never heard it like that either. So that's, that's so cool. And like how, what's the greatest thing you've learned from your yoga practice and incorporating that into your everyday life? Well, yoga is, is like the... You know, it's not only the physical practice, but it's also like uh, learning how to be uh, objective as mm -hmm. well. Meditation has helped me a lot on how to let things go and not expecting the answers. Because sometimes we don't have the answers. It's just have to let it go. Like you just have to flow. And that's what yoga is. It's a flow. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a flow with your body with a connection with your uh, breathing. And um, what was the question again? No, no. What's the greatest thing you've learned oh, because yeah. of your practice? Yeah, so that meditation. and But I think, uh, well, yoga led me into a higher connection with, you know, the creator. and But it didn't open completely till I lost my grandfather. And that's when I really experienced a deeper connection with a highest, mm. with the highest, you know. Uh, sometimes when when it hurts, that's when we're closer. Yeah. With closer to the truth. Uh, so I think yoga has been a great tool for me. Wow, that's awesome. And we've had several people say that, like, yoga is their, like, their go-to thing, especially in high-stress situations as a business owner, entrepreneur, and balancing everything that you're doing. That's awesome. Yeah, breath work, what, which they call pranayama, which is just 
breathing techniques, even when I'm driving and I'm, I'm feeling uh, the stress is, you know, getting higher. <laughs> I just start breathing, uh, you know, all the breathing techniques. There's some, there's one technique that's really, really easy. It's just inhaling and then just holding your breath till you can't anymore and then just exhaling, uh, inhaling uh, through the, you know. Through the nose? Nose, uh, exhaling through the nose as well. Oh, okay. I'm gonna try that because sometimes it gets and when stressed you, out. <laughs> yeah, and then when you feel tightness on the jaw, mm-hmm. you do you exhale through the mouth. Oh, okay. I'm like, I want to breathe right now. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <laughs> That's so cool. So, what is some advice you would give to someone or our listeners that are interested in you know a variety of things? How we were talking about before we got on air, um, like you said, like. You're like, I wanted to be a painter originally, and you got into business, you got into all these other things, but now you're going back to it, and you're, you're multi-passionate, I would say. So what, what advice would you give to someone who wants to be an entrepreneur, but still very creative? I would say pivoting. Is that how you pronounce pivoting? it? Pivoting? Yeah. You know? Uh, some people are to stick to following a straight line, and we have to learn to pivot. Well, okay, <laughs> like, you got a divorce. All right, that's fine. Like, just go the other way, pivot. Uh, that didn't go right. You got fired. All right, pivot. Like, just fl- being flexible. And but at the same time, um, some some people f- are always feeling sorry for themselves. Oh yeah, but my mom never told me I was great enough. And then they stop themselves because they 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 pass their lives thinking, poor them. Like, mm. poor me, poor me, mm-hmm. poor me. It's all about me, and that's ego. So I believe leaving ego aside uh, will get get you, like, far, far. Um, if you're following money, that's all you're going to get. Maybe. And not all the time, yeah. but money's hard. Yeah. But if you're following a purpose, if you're doing it for something else that's not about you, then you're going to have success. So when it's not about me, 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 because of me, because I want to do this for me, but it's about something else for a higher purpose. I think there's always success in that. I've never seen s- someone that's not successful that it's that doesn't have this mentality mm-hmm. that they have like a higher purpose. So, and then there's no excuses. Like, as you said, everything's online. Like, you want <laughs> yeah, to learn how to build a website? You don't have to pay $3,000. Like, just spend three hours researching and learning. You will become a gra- like a web designer. Yeah. Believe me, like, <laughs> it's so easy. Like you want to learn how to build a logo. Uh, you don't have to pay a thousand dollars for a logo. Like do it yourself if you don't have the money. Like there's no excuses, especially now with all these tools we have. Yeah, um, it's insane. So if you're not if you're not making it with all the tools we have right now. It's because you have to re-strategize your mentality uh, because there's so much available mm-hmm. to reach our dreams. Like, it's so amazing. Like, what you do, like, you're a singer, you're a podcaster, you're a vlogger. I mean, you're a, an influencer here, an inspiration for many girls, not only in El Paso, but, you know, in the country. Uh, I love how you, like, as a singer and are doing like taking the time for doing this podcast and making people feel important about their journey is beautiful. Oh, thank you. I'm like I could cry. <laughs> it's it's so amazing, you know, because 
it's exactly what I'm talking about. It's not about you anymore. It's not about I'm a great singer. It's about I'm inspired, like, and I want to get other people inspired. So that's beautiful. Thank and you. And I congratulate oh, you. Oh, thank you. I mm -hmm. mean, I think it's just important, like, like you said, when it comes to the ego, so many people are focused on themselves. And we all get there at some point, like, that I just love hearing other people's stories and I like to share their successes and the struggles because in reality, that's, that's life. Mm -hmm. And people, you know, with social media, see the highlights, right? We get to see like your beautiful travel photos. You get to see like my, the hours I put in recording a song exactly. and video and planned out thing. And, but behind the scenes, we're working every single day and we're going through the struggles and we're, you know, doing yoga, meditating, trying to find ways to still find happiness within ourselves and spread that joy as well. And the knowledge, because I feel like, you know, if there's something that I know that someone else can learn, I, I want to share it just because exactly. if I, especially if it brings me joy, I'm like, Hey, this might bring you joy. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the whole purpose of this podcast to really just, just to highlight on people and the, you know, the things that, like you can also to show that you can do more than just one thing. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you're the co-founder of Don Carbon and I'm sure like that's what you're mostly known for maybe at the moment. But I think it's amazing that you're using your time and knowledge and purpose to help other girls with your nonprofit or your creative agency to help other brands, you know, bring their ideas to life. So I think it's just important for people in general to, you know, use their skills. And like you said, for a higher purpose, because... I've heard so much about people making, you know, I don't know, $200,000 a year or something and being so unhappy. But like the janitor down the street who doesn't exactly. is like super content living his best life with his family type of thing. So I, I think it's important to continue to remind ourselves like how blessed we are in, especially as creatives, because like for me, like it doesn't even feel like a real job. Exactly. <laughs> it's like so much fun. Right. And I've, but I've had to work through, you know, like in restaurants or I used to be a clown or different things like that. And like, I've had weird jobs. <laughs> I used to be a clown. I used to be a door girl. Like, a, <laughs> yeah, like crazy stuff. But it's like, so I'm just, I feel blessed when I'm. I used to be a clown. <laughs> I know. It's... I just thought I just saw you like the cutest clown ever. <laughs> but like, and so now I'm like, wow, I'm just blessed to be able to like wake up and do, be creative, do things I like, spread knowledge, spread joy. And I feel that you're in that same path as well. It's, it's an awesome thing. Yes. Thank you so, yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that got me thinking into this saying from the Bhagavad Gita. It's, you know, a sacred book in Hinduism mm -hmm. that says, don't be attached to the fruits of your work. And that's how you find happiness. Mm. Because when you're attached to a goal, you're attached to like results, you're never happy. So even if you're washing dishes, enjoy, like focus on the water falling, you know, like finding joy, as you said, like the janitor. It's, it's joyful. Like people find joy in the simplicity. Yeah. And we think it, happiness is complex and it's not. It's like in the most simple things. For me, it's like my cats, you know, it's like my coffee in the morning. Ooh, like, yeah. It's yeah. like I, 
I have to think about my coffee to be able to leave bed, like to think about that moment. <laughs> it's going to feel you know, so, so good. Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah, you're so right. I love that. Yeah. Your cat is so cute, by the way. I know. I've seen Molly. your post and I'm like, oh, I'm so cute. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, mean, but I love her. <laughs> So what's um what's something that people um is there a book you recommend a, a podcast a show anything that you'd recommend that you've learned a lot from? Um yes, there's uh this book actually called the five second rule. Five second rule. Okay. I was I I've always had a hard time to leave the bed till now. Like I I have like a very heavy uh mm, sleep, mm-hmm. so it, it I struggle getting out of bed. <laughs> so uh, that book helped me. It's basically uh, this rule about counting five, four, three, two, one, and then boom. So, and that applies to everything in your life. Like, don't think too much about it. Just like, as Nike said, like, just do it. Just do it, yeah. And (laughs) even if you're about to cheat for, like, eating something you shouldn't eat, it's like five, four, three, two, one, don't do it. So it gets time for your brain to actually think about it and not being on automatic mode all the time. Mm. So it's very interesting and it's scientifically proven many of this stuff that that works, like this specific um, tool, the five-second rule. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's one book. Another one is maybe... um, Synchro Destiny from Deepak Chopra. I Ooh. love that one. And it's very it's more spiritual, but it's a great, great book. Um Yeah. The power, you know, from yeah. Rhonda Bryan's what's yeah, I think I'll link it name. down below. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so that's I think awesome. these are good books. That's so cool. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast and share your story and your knowledge with us. Where can we find you? Uh, Tania Peregrino, T-A-N-I-A, and then my last name, P-E-R-E-G-R-I-N-O, Peregrino. Okay. Uh, Thank you so much for having me here. You're amazing. Yes, you're amazing. You're amazing. I'll link everything down below so you guys can follow her, follow Don Carbon, follow Girls Lead follow everything that she does thank you so much thank you Elia bye thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode and if you like what you heard please subscribe and rate us don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Restless Podcast until the next episode stay motivated stay hungry and stay restless